Hello, this is Deanna Heron, and welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. This podcast is created for the woman who wants to be bold in who you were created to be, to shine bright with grace. My goal is to empower you to become the greatest version of yourself through interviews with successful women entrepreneurs, through question answer sessions, and tips from myself in my 22 years of leadership and entrepreneurship. So let's dive in to the greatest version of yourself. Hey, welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. Welcome back. This is Deanna Heron, your host. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about some expectations, some expectations perhaps that you have for yourself that you have put on yourself and some expectations maybe that you don't even realize that others have put on you. So living your true authentic self is about being aware of certain expectations that don't fit you, that maybe are draining your energy and causing you not to live the life that you were created to live. So let's get started. I'm going to start with a story and just, um, just a statement that I want you to think about. And this is a statement that is true for many people. I've heard this said time and time again. So I really want you to listen, dive into this statement, feel it in your heart and in your soul. And as I go through the story, I want you to see if you can relate to what I'm saying. So I was brought up to do what was expected of me instead of what would make me happy. I'm going to say it again. I was brought up to do what was expected of me instead of what would make me happy. Okay, that's true for me. That really does ring very true for me in many aspects of my life. I'm going to read a story to you that may or may not (laughs) have anything to do uh, with my life, but the names have changed to protect the innocent. So Um, I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Tiffany. Tiffany was raised in a home with a mom who was an amazing cook, who cleaned the house spick and span, immaculate. There were no little fuzz bunnies in the corner. Everything was always put in its place. It was immaculately clean. The beds were to be made every single morning before you were off to school. Um, This mom, Tiffany's mom had an amazing career. She worked really hard in her career. She also was a great gardener. She took care of her husband as well as her kids. She was at every sporting event, etc. And Tiffany watched this as she was growing up. She watched her mom do all of these incredible things. And what a great example of a mom, right? The woman could do everything and juggled it well, juggled it so well, or so it seemed. Because behind closed doors, Tiffany's mom cried often. She felt extremely overwhelmed and happy and anxious. Most of the time, she felt very frustrated, tired. She felt taken advantage of and unappreciated. She felt unseen and unimportant. At night, Tiffany's mom would take prescriptions to help her fall asleep. It was the only way she could get rest. And in the morning, she hit the alarm five times before she actually forced herself out of bed 
just to do the day's tasks. Two to three cups of coffee to jolt her with the energy, grab a protein bar so she could take her antidepressant and off to drop the kids at school and head to work. She put in a full day work, meeting all the expectations of a stellar employee. She gave and gave and gave and gave. She gave her all. She was miserable though. Her boss never praised her, only to let her know of the tasks that were not up to par. So she really never had that praise, that accolades, that attaboy, that well done, you are so valuable in this workspace. And then after work, she came home, she started dinner, she helped with homework, kids to bed, and then repeat, two pills to fall asleep at night. So through the eyes of Tiffany, Tiffany saw a mom who could do it all, could absolutely do it all. What she didn't see was a mom who was living up to expectations she had for herself or expectations that were placed on her by someone else. When Tiffany got married, she cooked, she cleaned, she had a great career, she went to the grocery store, she prepared the meals. She was exhausted constantly, cried frequently, and felt overwhelmed. Does this sound familiar to you? Does this sound familiar to you? So I'm gonna tell you, Tiffany is me. I saw my mom growing up doing all the things. And I didn't know behind closed doors the struggles that she was experiencing because those were behind closed doors. But what I did see was a mom that could do everything. And I felt like that was the role of a great mom. And so I followed in my mom's footsteps. And unfortunately, I feel like I gave that expectation to my girls because they saw me do all the things. I was their how-to. I've never talked to them about this, um, but I will. Um, I was their how-to. I was the one that had the house cleaner that cleaned everything, spick and span. I cooked home, home cooked meal meals. I worked. I did all the things. I was present and I would fall into bed exhausted. And so you know, I thought that was what was expected of me. And I have to tell you guys, I was not happy. I was not happy in that role because I wanted to be the career mom and I wanted to be the involved mom too. But that didn't mean that I had to cook every meal. I didn't mean that I had to have a spick and span house and do all of the other things that didn't fit who I am. So I'm going to ask you again, does that sound familiar to you in any way? So it may not be the role of your household. Perhaps it's the role in your workplace. Perhaps it's the role in your marriage. Perhaps it's a role in your business. I'm not sure, but most women struggle with an unrealistic expectation that they have of themselves or they have transmitted that onto themselves from somebody else. And so there's actually two lessons here that I want to share with you as women, women to women. I'm going to have a conversation with you. The first lesson is I want you to really ask yourself, have you stepped into someone else's work, home or relationship role? Because you thought that was your example. Listen, I get it because there is no book, a how to book 
that says this is the role of a mother. This is the role that you should play in a husband and wife relationship. This is the role you should play in a great friendship, woman to woman. There is no book that tells us this. And this is the reason why there's no book is because we are all uniquely different. And so what works for me is not going to work for you. What works for you is not what's going to work for your best friend. But we have these certain expectations that we should fit ourselves inside this box of what should be. And I'm giving you permission today to be who you are, authentically who you are. So you have either stepped into someone else's role or you've created one for you and it's not working. So I'm going to repeat that. Have you stepped into someone else's work, home, or relationship role because you thought it was the example? Or perhaps you created your own, but it's not working for you. You have no energy. You feel purposeless, unseen, unimportant, unappreciated, not valued. When I say that, I'm going to tell you, I feel a little bit of angst in my body. And, and actually, as I was putting this podcast together, I could feel that angst all over again. And so I want you just to sit and be with that emotion for just a second. Where do you feel the angst, the, uncomfortable, the uncomfortableness in your body? I read a book many years ago called Body, The Body Keeps the Score, and it truly does. I didn't really understand exactly what that meant at that time, but now I'm very aware of when I have an uneasy feeling someplace in my body. And so do you feel uneasy as we're talking about expectations? If you're feeling angst or an uneasiness, it's because the expectation is not meant for you. It's not who you are and you can change that role. But I want you to really to be able to right now identify the discomfort that you're feeling as we're talking about these roles. Is there a pain somewhere? I could actually feel a little bit stick in my stomach and I felt a heaviness in my chest. Sometimes when I'm not living authentically me, I can feel it a tightness in my throat. So identify where that is for you. Where do you feel it? Because the first the first step is actually being aware that you're feeling that in your body and listening to your body. So where do you feel it? Is it in your stomach, in your heart, in your throat? Identify that for just a second. This is actually your body telling you you're not living authentically. This is what your body is saying to you. Girl, this is not for you. This is not the role. This is not the expectation for you. You have grabbed onto someone else's expectation for your life. And you're not living authentically. And so you're living expectations that nobody would be happy doing because they weren't created for you. And I want to ask you, what is it costing you to live this way? What is it costing you? So many years ago, and I can pinpoint it, I, I believe that my kids were in junior high. They were in junior high. I was working uh, full time. I was working from home. But I had all the responsibilities of the home. Not because my family didn't want to have responsibilities, but because I actually assumed the role of the one that needed to have all of those responsibilities. The cook, the clean, the laundry doer, the laundry putter upper, 
um, all of the roles, you guys. And I actually had no energy. I had no joy. I was exhausted all the time. I was frustrated and I was feeling very powerless. And I remember, I remember thinking this um, at that particular moment, it was like, why am I doing all the things? Why am I doing all the things? It was such a heaviness. And what it was costing me to live that way, it was costing me happiness. It was definitely costing me joy, but I can tell you right now, it was costing me a lot of productivity in my business, a lot of creativity, because when I am feeling frustrated, fatigued, and powerless, your emotional energy is low, low, low. So how can you get up to those emotional energies where you can create and be productive and happy and joyful? What is it costing you to live these roles that aren't created for you? And the awesome thing is you get to choose. You get to choose. So that first lesson was kind of a long one. But basically, are you, have you stepped into a role that wasn't meant for you? And where are you feeling that in your body? I really want you to get in touch with that. And the second, the second lesson with this is when you are living your truest self, you can teach your daughter to live her truest self and your son to live their truest self and your husband and your friends. And so, but you have to step out and do it first. You have to step out and live your truest self first. So I'm going to give you the how-to, obviously, um, on how to do that. So the first thing that I did um, to get out of that role and realizing, man, I'm doing some things that aren't what I'm supposed to be doing because they're dragging me down and they're keeping me from being productive and being creative. And we're all creative, you guys. All of us are designed to be creative. So if you're like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> it may be because a lot of your energies are spent in other places where they shouldn't be spent. And so um, you have to know your truth and you have to know that your truth has energy. And when you're living that truth, your energy is much higher, that emotional energy, right? We all know when someone walks into the room and they're in a bad mood, right? Their bad mood projects low energy and people want to stay away from that person. It's the same thing. When you live your truth, your energy is much higher um, and you're much easier to be around. You're going to like yourself better and so will your family. But your truth notes has energy, but so does your inauthentic self. Your inauthentic self has energy. So you get to choose which one you want to be. And so looking at the emotional energy scale, um, you see frustration, fatigue, and feeling powerless. Those are bottom level energies. And so living your truth are higher emotional energies like joy, happiness. We all want to be happy, right? And so just know the first thing that I want you is just to be aware that your truth has energy, but so does your inauthentic self. And they're on polar opposite scales. And so which one do you really want to live? If you're like, I am sick and tired of feeling sick and tired then it's time to make a change. So how to number two would be to write out your true self role. Okay. So write out what your true self says your role is as a blank. Okay. Is your role as a mom? 
Okay, I'm just going to use myself. What my true self said about my role as a mom is the laundry doesn't have to be my responsibility. Cleaning the house, I can hire that done. The kids and my spouse could help as well. I don't have to be the only cook. The family can pitch in as well. Okay, we are a family. It doesn't all fall on mom's hands, on my time. That was something that I put on myself. I want you to understand that nobody else did. I assumed that was my responsibility. And so I needed to really live out my true self. So writing out what my true self does is I'm productive. I'm creative. I have high energy so that I can be high energy around my family and really enjoy and be present because I wasn't able to be present before because my energy was, I was drained. I was completely drained. So write out your new role as blank, whatever that is, whatever role or expectation you have set for yourself in this particular role that you want to get out of and you want to live your truest self, what does that look like? And so write that out. So once you write that out, step number three is make the decision to live your new role. I'm going to tell you it's going to be hard in the beginning because it's going to seem very selfish. You're going to feel like I am less of a mom or I'm less of a coworker or I'm less of a friend because I'm living out this new role that nobody has seen me live out. And so it feels a little bit selfish in the beginning, but you have to remember you're being true to who you are. And when you are true to who you are, people are going to want to be around you. You're going to be present. That energy, that light just shines so bright through you. Okay. And so those things that are not a part of your new role that you're not living, it's time to delegate. It's delegating the tasks that don't fit your new role or don't bring you energy. And so if it happens to be family or work or whatever it is, sit down and have that conversation. Hey, I got to tell you, I am, I am worn out. I don't have any energy. And I've come to realize that I am living this expectation that to be a great mom and a great wife, I have to do dot, 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 all these things, the cook, the clean, the person who washes the car, the person who, who does the pool, the person who does. And I realized that doesn't make me less of a mom. It actually makes me extremely tired to where I'm not present with, with my family. And I'd really love to be present with you guys. Can we share the responsibilities so that I could be more present and I could be happy at my work and happy in home? Simple, right? And delegate, delegate those things. And when you communicate it, you have just shown your family, man, I just learned something from my mom. She's taken on all these roles and maybe I don't want to be all those roles when I have a family. And so you're actually teaching them something as well. Okay. And so delegate those tasks that don't fit your new role. If your family doesn't want to kick in and help, then perhaps you need to hire somebody. Okay. But it's not your responsibility. It's not your responsibility. And I guarantee you, if you put it to your family in the right way, um, you can delegate that. But if they say no, don't shrink back. Don't shrink back, okay? 
Number four is let yourself off the hook. You didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. My kids were in junior high when it occurred to me, oh my word, (laughs) this is too much. Nobody can do all the things. And if I'm not doing all the things, that doesn't make me a bad mom or a bad wife. So let yourself off the hook. Number five, how to, I want you to know that people are going to start to accept your new role as you walk in it and you do it consistently and they start seeing your light shining within you, your energy is increased and you've taken your power back. There's something so powerful about someone who owns their power, who lives their authentic health, their authentic self, they're healthier, they're more vibrant and they're attractive to everyone you know. So you guys, you have a choice. You can do this. You have to be consistent in what you are true to you. You have to be consistent. And once you walk in that new role, pretty soon you're going to go, wow, that wasn't so hard. This is me. I love the me. I have more energy. I am seen. I am important. I am worthy. And I'm a great mom and I'm a great wife or whatever that responsibility is. So I just want you to remember, you guys, you don't have to live an expectation that was set up for you or one that you created. Live your true authentic self. That's the one that shines through. That's the happiest version of you. And that's the one where people go, dang, that woman has her power. She knows who she is. And she shines so bright. So I hope this podcast has been of great value to you. I'm just going to tell you, honestly, it spoke to me in so many different ways because there are still expectations that I find myself assuming that aren't authentically me. And so I have to rewrite that role and walk in my authentic self and own that power, take that power back. So if this podcast has been a value to you, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it with your family, friends. And if you have not rate and review, I would appreciate that as well. Just go and rate this podcast, send me, uh, send a review. And as always, I choose somebody every week that gets a 30 minute one-on-one coaching call with me with um, whatever topic you want. As long as I know um, how to coach you through it, we can we can work through that topic. Leadership, self-development, health, whatever that is to you. If you would like to be a part of my private Facebook group, Deanna's Diamonds, just go to deannaheron.net and click on the Facebook icon and it will actually take you to that group and I can add you um, to be a part of that very powerful, uplifting group. As always, you guys, it means the world to me that you are a part of this community. Allow me to share from my heart and grow with you. Um, This is podcast number 55. And I have listened to podcast one and it just almost like it's scary. But the personal growth and development that I have experienced through this process um, has been life changing to me. So thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable and thank you for watching me grow through this podcast. I appreciate you more than you ever know. So God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday.